and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast, the weekly English show where we speak about everything under the sun. The major goal of this show is to help you improve your English and, of course, learn something new. My name's Katja, I'm your host, and today with me, Natalie and, and Maria. Guys, well, I bet you this is not the first time that you've listened to our podcast, right? So if it is not, why don't you leave a feedback about it? And subscribe to our pages on Apple, Yandex, Google, VK, or any other platform where you listen to our podcast. Rate and review our podcast, give us stars, leave us comments, ask questions, and feel free to send your ideas about next episodes. And if this is the first time that you listen to our podcast, again, subscribe. We are always, you know, eager to talk to you. So feel free to send anything. It won't take much time or effort, right? But we will really appreciate that. All right. And now to the nerdiest episode of the Big Apple School podcast. Seriously. So hello, fellow nerdy ladies. Hi. So we're going to talk about um, different sagas and universes today. And well, the logical question that I have for you is, what universes or sagas do you know, like, and think are more popular? Oh my God, there are so many. Like, again, there is Harry Potter, there are Star Wars. Yeah. Lord and, of the Rings. Yeah. And lots, like lots of maybe science fiction universes that are not necessarily so popular among, mm -hmm. like, they're not so mainstream, but I tend to love them even more. Ooh, can you give us just the names now? Because we're going to talk about uh, them in more detail, yeah, I guess. Sure. For example, uh, Isaac Asimov's, uh, like, The Foundation series. Or, um, I guess, it's maybe <clears throat> more well-known, like, Frank Herbert, Dune. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard about this. The name of the saga rings the bell, but I'm not sure I know that. Well, uh, I guess that uh, this year uh, a film is going to be released, so... Maybe. Oh, so, okay. So after that, it's going to be more known, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to the movies. That's how, you know, things get popular. So why don't we start then with the first one that you have mentioned? I think the most loved one, the most known among people of all ages, Harry Potter. So what's your opinion? What's your experience? Well, it's cool. I mean, mm, it is. <laughs> and, and the podcast. Uh, it, Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs> We are done. That's it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, by saying that it is cool, I mean that uh, almost everyone can relate. Uh, mm -hmm. Whatever your age uh, is, whatever, you, like any gender, any age. For example, my son, who is 12, loves Harry Potter. And me, who, <clears throat> well, okay. Mm, a bit older, uh, who's a bit older, uh, still loves Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. I, since we're talking about not only opinion, but experiences with that, how old is your son again? 12. So which means that last year he was 11. And what happens to children when they are, when they turn 11? Well, he wasn't invited, yeah. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> and yeah, but you know what? I am still waiting uh, for my invitation, but <laughs> not the Russian post office has long lost <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Let it go. Or maybe not as a student, but as a teacher. Why not? I'm a good teacher. Actually, yeah. I could teach at Hogwarts. Yeah. I have I have a question to you about it, about um, your son. Because I remember last year, you, as far, as far as I remember, you wanted to organize something for your son, some kind of a gift related to Harry Potter Well, oh, am uh, I wrong? Uh, actually, I bought him lots of Harry Potter stuff. Uh, not maybe last year, but a couple of years ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. he he got, well, not real, but a, a fake invitation from Hogwarts. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's in English, so you can order it. You can order basically everything related to any mm -hmm. universe, <laughs> any mm -hmm. fiction universe. And we have uh, uh, a letter from Hogwarts. In English, we have several magic wands. We have an owl, uh, which my friend bought uh, for him in London. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's, so that's adorable. Yeah. So, and uh, Natasha, what about mm -hmm. you? What's your... So, for me, uh, I think 
like our generation was growing up, you know, when uh, all these books were released. And every year, uh, like, a new book was released. And it means that we are, like, growing up with the books. And I think you're experiencing the same, probably. Katya. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> No, well, uh-huh. so I assume then that you have read all the books. Yeah. Have you yeah, watched have. all the movies? Yeah, I have. Once? Uh, well, the first <laughs> and the second and the third ones, I think I've watched many times. And like the fourth, the fifth and so on. Mm-hmm. Have like, you read the books times. in English? No. Okay. I was a child then, like a <laughs> really small child. No, maybe now it's time to maybe. reread. <laughs> actually, actually, it's probably time. Yeah. Masha, what about you? I've read two books, uh, two first books, and I've watched all films. And uh, recently I have watched all the films again when I was sick, lying in bed. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I watched all seven parts. There are are eight films, I guess. I think the seventh was divided into two. Yeah, so eight films. I think, you know, people who are really into this, if we say anything wrong, they will make sure to, you know, leave <laughs> their correct, correct us. Yeah. Yes. Feel free to, by the way, because, you know, we are not, I do not think we say that we are experts on of not. anything. No. Yeah. We're but, just interested in this. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, you know, your average <laughs> fan and nerd. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I'm just keen on reading and keen on watching films, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, I don't consider uh, myself a fan of anything in particular mm-hmm. i have i have only read two first books um and i have also watched all the movies and just just like natalie actually i have mm-hmm. watched the first three s- so many times i think uh yeah. and then the rest maybe once no twice because um last year in november i made sure to watch the rest from fourth to the eighth parts mm-hmm. because i realized that um you know i did not remember any they're like they're so dark and a little bit negative you, you know, know they're not so bright and like the first ones so. because directors were different yeah, yeah were they true. they yeah, were yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. for example two first parts two f- first films were directed by Chris Columbus I guess mm-hmm. and he's um, like um, story. Uh, sorry uh, yeah, yeah yeah I just I don't know actually uh, I have no idea. yeah and uh, they are uh, you know like children like designed for children mostly so that's and they're why bright, they're so like bright. a mm-hmm. new year yeah. fairy tale them so much actually yeah but yeah and uh, again characters are younger they are yeah. children and yeah. then they grow up they grow and up, yeah. uh, so they face yeah. this difficulties which go through all different stages of yeah, getting it's only natural yeah. yeah yeah and you know um what was I gonna ah? So in December, when we usually have you know those uh, New Year and Christmas related lessons, I usually ask uh, the students. So is there any film that you watch every year, or you know any Christmas movie that you like? And I was surprised to see that so many of them say said you know yes every year I rewatch Harry Potter. And to mm-hmm. me that was so surprising. Like how it's not really a Christmas movie. Yeah, Actually, yeah. It's like not. why do it's but it's a tradition for. so so many people. I would understand the first part because the action takes place at some moment in the movie uh, during Christmas. But all of eight of them? Yeah. So not like, Home Alone um, anymore. Just Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a tendency to that. Yeah, why though? <laughs> because of magic. And maybe we all Probably believe not. that uh, mm-hmm. during the Christmas time, some magic should appear in our life you know dark yeah, magic <laughs> you know any magic any magic any magic is good magic. Ooh. Hmm. what house are you what if you if you went to hogwarts what house do you think you would oh, be ravenclaw definitely. ravenclaw <laughs> i would vote for ravenclaw as well but i, I was tested once uh, because Whoa. there is a site where <laughs> you look, can... judging by your look you would say slytherin right now <laughs> no hufflepuff hufflepuff Team yeah. Hufflepuff. I am Hufflepuff. I'm such a Hufflepuff. Oh my god! Really? But I don't feel like you work I'm hard. Yeah, Hufflepuff. Yeah. But I, I was tested. Yeah, and uh, there is a site. I don't remember its, uh, its name right now. But you can uh, test uh, what uh, what Patronus you yeah, have. Yeah, what Patronus you have, oh and uh, what magic wand you would have. It's fun. It yeah, is fun. It's definitely fun. Yeah, I actually... Oh, that's so cool to have another Hufflepuff and a Ravenclaw in here. <laughs> because have you noticed if you ask people, what house do you think it would be in? Okay, I think 90% of people would say uh, Slytherin. 
Or, of course, what's the name of the fourth one? <laughs> yeah, also Jesus! Yeah, Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're just looking at also each other like, what is wrong with us right now? <laughs> like the most popular. That's yeah. the problem with uh, this uh, fiction universe is they have so many different names. You need mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to know them. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but yeah. Oh, Team Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Because they're so close. They're so mm-hmm. close. and Yeah, they work hard. Yeah. So yeah. they work hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not, you know, uh, into power and dominance. They're not yeah. they're into intelligence and hard work. And they mm-hmm. appreciate friendship and mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. moral values. Because Gryffindor is more about, you know... Uh, Showing off. Show- <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, basically, yeah. So, you know, like yeah. courage, adventure. And Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw, they're more hardworking, you know, exactly. humble. They're into magic, yes. I think, more because they're more interested into magic. I, I think, think they. I think these two houses weren't given enough attention, Definitely. you know, in the films. Yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I even, um, speaking of my experiences with Harry Potter, um, so for the last two and a half years, I've been teaching on and off at Wellesley College. And I seriously advise our listeners to look it up and Google Wellesley College. Why? Because it looks, well, it it really looks like Hogwarts. So when I first went into the um, common room and the living room in my dorm, I was so shocked. I was like, am I in Hogwarts? Oh my God. And it's all, you know, red brick. Uh, it's all a hundred, a hundred and more year, year old buildings, you know, mm. stone, red colors, you oh know, those God. arches, you know, pointed arches uh, at the entrance. And is it uh, difficult to find the room you need as it was? Always. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's so difficult to get from, uh, there are, you know, three buildings that are connected by uh, different, you know, pathways and walks and corridors and tunnels. And it's so difficult to find, you know, a room you need. At some point you get used to it, but for the first half a year, maybe, I was so lost when I needed a room that I didn't know, uh, you know, where it was. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm, maybe I missed the, uh, the thing. Is it a real castle? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, uh, Hogwarts? Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, where are you? <laughs> you are yeah, it's a college. It's uh-huh. a college. But it used to be a castle or it's... No, like, it's no. It's ancient, it's, no? It's, uh, well, in five years, it's going to be 125 years old, I think. Not so old, actually. So not so old, but still, you know, looks old-ish yeah, because of the yeah. stone. Um, and, uh, I got so excited when I saw that. So the moment I saw that, I said, I need to have a Harry Potter themed photo shoot there. And my best friend and I, we did. So we got the robes. Yes, in that. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Actually. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we got the robes, you know, the costumes, the uniform, the wands, everything. And we, we had that and we were lucky so that the weather was not very sunny and it was a little bit, you know, gloomy, magic-like atmosphere. God, I loved it. Like so. the last uh, parts of Harry Potter mm-hmm. series, yeah? Mm-hmm. Not the first ones. And I was, uh, she was, co- well, we took a, you know, a look of what, um, what's her name? Um, Nymphadora. Nymphadora Tonks. And yeah. uh, what's the character, the the crazy one that is played by um, Helena Bonham Carter? Oh God! I Lestre- Le- Bellatrix. 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 Yeah. yeah. So we took a look at what Bellatrix and Infadora would look like in uh, the college years, you know, in the student years. Even though technically that was wrong because Bellatrix is Infadora's aunt. For those who didn't know. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. and at that time I had pink hair, so you know mm-hmm. it fitted perfectly Aww, well. So yeah, my cute. friend was a Slytherin, and I was uh, Hufflepuff, and we even recreated the scene where Bellatrix kills Nymphadora. So oh, that was yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, God, I enjoyed it so much. Oh, can imagine. Yeah, is it okay that I'm so talkative? Because I have another story created with no, Harry Potter. No, it's, yeah, me too, actually. You know, like oh, as, go, you go yeah, first. Like I've lived in Scotland, and I lived in Edinburgh, and actually, it's a city <gasps> where it was created. Harry Potter was written there, actually. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, there were a lot of shops, uh, like, with, you know, some different things that, uh, mm-hmm. about Harry like Potter. Like merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like different merchandise. And uh, actually, there is the castle. <gasps> I mean, it's not actually a castle. It's a school also. And it's not really big. Uh, but it looks, you know, yeah, like this gothic style, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was like a prototype mm-hmm. of this Hogwarts school. It might have it might have been actually in some of the scenes, maybe because I know that they were maybe, shooting in maybe. in the Warner Warner Brothers studio and in Scotland and in Oxford, I think. 
It might be, yeah. yeah. So, oh, that's yeah. So- and I first passed, uh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just going like around this mm-hmm. school, and uh, I was told, like, you know, this is actually Hogwarts. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that must have felt so amazing. That is why I'm a little bit, you know, jealous of those who can see not just, you know, something that looks like, but something that might have appeared in the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is your story? My story yeah. is that, um, well, there is a not a tendency maybe, but it's getting popular to show films on a big screen, you know, old films on a big screen. And I was watching um, Harry Potter, the second film on a big screen, but instead of music, there was a live orchestra. Whoa. And that was so you know you watch the movie and then all the music is right there so you know and the orchestra what it's like 35 40 people i had goosebumps at some point and we had to drive to the neighboring state for that and we really were looking forward to the next one but apparently it didn't pay off mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of you know prices and the amount of people that came oh, yeah, so definitely. yeah yes sounds cool and what do you think about uh the spin-offs because there's also a movie and a book about the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, I've seen them. They're pretty good. I mean, if you're into this universe, mm-hmm. you watch yeah. them as well. I've seen uh, Fantastic Beasts as well. And They're pretty yeah. nice. If, yeah. if you think that of it as of a separate film, it's it's okay. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but if you don't relate it to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and, well, I like this, um, um, this actor, uh, Eddie... Red main, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, the actor. Yeah, yeah the he's actor. really nice. Yeah. He's real good. Like an actor. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's why we like him. I think <laughs> I like British actors <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Um, and, well, it was it was fun. But I'm not sure about this, uh, the cursed child thing. Mm-hmm. Because I read about it. Ooh. I didn't read it, but I read mm-hmm. about it. There's <laughs> so, been so much mm-hmm. controversy about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It... To me, it looked weird, so I decided not to. So wait, um, neither. So the cursed child tells the story, if I'm not mistaken, about Harry Potter, uh, you know, being old, having children, and the yeah. children who go to Hogwarts or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess his son and uh, M- M- Draco's son go to like Hogwarts and so, oh. so yeah. Yeah, I heard about it, but yeah, just new adventures of Yay. new characters. In the same location. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it it has become quite a big, uh, you know, uh, Broadway show. So not mm-hmm. yeah. there, there isn't a movie, but it's quite a hit on Broadway. So, all right. And um, actually, there has been a rumor that has not yet conf- been confirmed, but there is a there is a rumor that HBO uh, has started working on a TV show. Uh, based on Harry Potter story. And it's still, you know, not known whether it's true or not, whether they're going to show the Harry Potter's life itself or whether there's going to be a spin-off about somebody or, you know, some kind of a look at it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what do you think about it? If there was a TV show, would you watch it? Maybe, but I mean, I don't know. There are already so many films and... I think they are already complete so exactly it's, yeah. it's like you have everything that why add something else that I we mean, need they continue like developing this universe maybe you know like with different characters mm-hmm. but again it might be only for earning some money yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's also like that i think i would watch it but I would watch and judge, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and definitely. Yeah. yeah, and like comparing. and mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. inevitable, yeah, that we would compare. Yeah. And sure. actually, I want to re-watch Harry Potter for one reason. Um, I have recently, well, not recently, but some time ago, I subscribed to a girl on Instagram who is an art expert. So she gives lectures about art. She writes about art. And the thing is that she had never until some point watched Harry Potter and everyone was telling her, like, you should, you should, you should. So when she decided to combine these two things being an art expert and watching Harry Potter. So she shows now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, parts of the movie and explains, you know, the architecture behind them. Whoa. So the time and the paintings. You remember that in Hogwarts, there are so many paintings yeah. hanging and she says mm-hmm. what this is an allusion to, what kind of a painting that is and, you know, what has been changed. And I would never, actually, I had never thought that there's so much uh, effort put into this part of uh, Harry Potter, but apparently... 
it's a huge, you know, it's a separate layer well, has been worked on. Yeah. Do you think that it has been worked on or maybe it's just fans who want to find these connections. But I mean, so the paintings are not just random paintings or random people. The thing is that it is a painting that exists in real life only with the face changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes there are paintings that actually, you know, exist. Okay. So, and... Uh, sounds amazing, I think. Whoa. So it sounds like something that, you know, the, the makers of Harry Potter would definitely do because they have mm -hmm. put so much mm -hmm. into it in terms of everything. But yeah. now I start to look at it from a different perspective, maybe. Whoa. So, yeah. Very, very fascinating. That's really yeah. interesting. Okay. So we all seem to be, you know, <laughs> not maybe not even, you know, huge, maybe not huge fans, but, you know, this is our love. Yeah. yeah. Loving like part of us, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it's good. For yeah. me, it's like part of my childhood, I think. It's like, you know, all this coziness. Mm -hmm. all this, I know when you just watch uh, this film with your parents, with mm. your, I don't know, mm -hmm. relatives, with your friends. And it's like... And what really if we nice take a little trip from Hogwarts and magic and basically mm. like, I don't know, Middle Ages. Well, not Middle Ages, sorry. <laughs> but from <laughs> magic into the stars. Oh. <laughs> into space and the world of Star Wars. Let's do it. Yeah, let's jump. Let's <laughs> jump. How do they call the hyper jump or yeah, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your experience and what what's your opinion on Star Wars? For me, uh, like when I watched the first parts, and they were actually like the first parts, the first, the second, and the third. Mm -hmm. I think the first film was. Actually, the first movie I ever watched in the cinema. So, Aww. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't, like, watch any other films before. But I remember this moment. I went to the cinema with my aunt and my brother. And it was, like, really, really, like, impressive, you know. I think yeah, you have you made the right choice <laughs> about probably, which movie yeah. to watch. Because it must have felt, you know... It would have felt differently if if that was some kind of a cartoon, for example. Cause Probably, because in yeah. Star Wars, so many special effects, and but seeing that on a big screen, That's you know, true. Yeah. it's different yeah. when yeah. you know compared when you watch it on TV on a small screen. Yeah, and I think I like this universe, but um, again, it was all about these aliens and uh, like space ships and mm -hmm. all these things mm -hmm. you know so and uh, I don't know I think I like it but it's not like my favorite mm -hmm. probably but you have watched all the films haven't you uh, not the new ones not the new so ones I've watched like the six movies yeah mm -hmm. so the three first were like in the cinema mm -hmm. and uh, the three older ones were like much yeah, they're actually. much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, but I watched them much later because I, like, I forced myself, you know. Not that you've missed you anything. You forced yourself. Yeah, because they actually, like, have you seen them? Yes. No. <laughs> they, like, <laughs> they have this, you know, special effects. They're, like, really outdated. Well, I think ways. it's always like but that. It gives maybe uh, its atmosphere. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, but, I mean, it was a bit boring to me. Mm -hmm. Seriously, I think it's always like that when we watch, you know, old movies. Because I try to watch, and I sometimes for—well, I force myself to watch some of the old school Doctor Who, and oh, yeah, you know, yeah. they came out in 1963. So it was like, oh my goodness, that's adorable. No special effects at all. And, you know, people with costumes made of aluminum foil. Like so that. ridiculous. Kind of <laughs> right? But yeah, wait, before I go on to this, you know, oh, long yeah. speech <laughs> I'm about to give. Uh, Maria. Yeah. What did you How just, did you just say watch? about not watching it? That was yeah. not a single Guilty. film. Not a single one. Not a single one. <laughs> <laughs> sounds yeah, sounds strange. Um, maybe because <laughs> I just didn't want to force myself to <laughs> to uh, do it. Well, then, of course okay. I yeah uh, yeah. Sorry, just kidding. Sorry. Um, um, of course I know uh, about the universe and I know uh, some details. I know some names because you just can't avoid. Uh, you can't help but know mm -hmm. because it's a really well designed and thoroughly made and thoroughly created universe uh yeah and of course uh like george lucas uh, is is a great guy uh, like talented <laughs> and 
he created a brand name. Not maybe he like mm-hmm. it, it became know, like, a mm-hmm. big brand name. So I know about it, but it, and maybe it's the reason why I didn't watch it. Like if I know about it, why why should I watch? <laughs> Just admit it. You don't want to be too mainstream. <laughs> Or maybe because <laughs> I'm more into you know um, actual um, science fiction. More into one. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. M- Well, I just don't know which word to choose. Uh, to me, uh, Star Wars, um, it's like Western, but mm. they uh, mm-hmm. located mm-hmm. in space. And I'm more into um, serious well, science fiction. You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong in this. So I just don't want to offend anyone by saying this, but it's just mm, something I feel too like, light, maybe. Yeah, I feel like people who like uh, Star Wars are used to, you know... Uh, judgment about Star Wars because I mean tastes differ there are people who hate it there are people who love it there are people who just like eh okay Mm -hmm. I watched it Mm -hmm. okay so and why do you think it is so popular then it has been popular for more than 40 years and there are millions of fans why what's the secret what's the key to success Well, usually if we speak about universes or sagas uh, I guess the key is that they are quite simple in in the story, the storyline is quite simple and uh, everyone can relate to it. For example, if we speak about Star Wars, it's just basically a myth but that what was modernized and put it into mm-hmm. a, a different mm-hmm. location. Like it, mm-hmm. it was set in space. So I love that's this. Why. I love this perspective. Mm-hmm. I love this outlook yeah. on that. And again, oh. all this merchandise and uh, like this brand name thing because mm-hmm. you can have Everything you can have a T-shirt with Star Wars, like uh, uh, key rings. Everything you, have, you can have a lot of that customized as well, which you know makes it a little special for mm-hmm. as little as extra twenty, thirty something dollars, for example. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they look cute. I mean, the characters look cute because they're so yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, true. yeah, I have watched um, all of the films. And uh, I have done so twice, and I'm now on my way to rewatching that again oh. for the story. And <laughs> so you're, you're I, I really them. wish you could see the look on Marsha's face. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you said you are not a big fan of, but then I'm not tr- oh, trust me, because I've seen big fans, and if I ever say I'm a fan, they're gonna cut my throat. You know, well, <laughs> metaphorically, they're gonna just eat me alive. Like, oh, you're saying you're a fan? What happened? But you in don't that remember movie? this and that. Yeah. yeah, I don't uh-huh. remember the names so well. I mean, the names of the movies. But yeah, yeah, but I like I like the saga. I like the story. It's really fun to watch even the old ones. I love watching the old ones too. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see how, you know, of course, the, the special effects are not as advanced as mm-hmm. they are now. But thinking that they made that in the 1970s is astonishing. That's true. Because the first movie came out in the 70s, not even in the 80s, but the 70s. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a breakthrough. Yeah. Uh, but um, Maybe that's why it was so popular, actually. Because it, it was the first thing like that. Maybe. Maybe. Because, yeah, it was really the first of a kind. And there are also, you know, some theories about how to watch it properly. Because some mm-hmm. people watch it, you know... Uh, based on the story in which well in this way they go one two three four five six seven eight nine some people watch it uh based by the time they came out which means four five six one two three seven eight nine so lost in numbers now (laughs) some people go with the machete order which means you watch four five six Skip the first one, then two, three, seven, eight, nine. Correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone who's nerdy enough is listening. Because in this way, you cut all the boring stuff and you uh, mostly um, watch, you know, the uh, development, well, not the development, but the story of Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. So without the uh, politics that is involved in the, you know, in the Empire. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then... Now, there is one thing that is Star Wars universe connected, well, a part of the Star Wars universe, but um, that has gained a wider popular popularity maybe among those who have never watched it, which is the spin-off The Mandalorian. Now, have you watched The Mandalorian? 
Not mm, yet. Not yet. I, I love it how you say not yet as if you are going to. <laughs> are you going to? Well, <laughs> you, could, you could uh, like... You're just being polite. Yeah. No, you, you could uh, tell us more about it. Yeah. Maybe we would. Yeah, maybe we'll get interested, you know. Okay, to listeners, I'm uh, in advance sorry if my speech will seem long enough, but you ask for it. So it's, if if anything, it's... Uh, it, it's our fault. Yeah, Maria asked for <laughs> it. So yeah, well, Mandalor- The Mandalorian, it's a spinoff that uh, first came out in 2019. Uh, yeah, 2019. And it tells the story about one... Um, well, I don't want to say race, but type of warriors. So it's not about basically anything in particular from the Star Wars that we know of, but it's about a certain uh, class, a certain race of warriors who call themselves the Mandalorian, and it's about one of them. Uh, The action takes place, as I said, uh, between the fourth and the fifth movie. Well, in the not that it came out, but the action um, in the Mm -hmm, movie. mm -hmm. And the thing is that um, there's a lot of not jokes, but stories about that now, because a lot of people say that since Disney took over and bought Lucasfilm, the uh, Star Wars universe started to suck, basically, uh-huh. and the quality went down the hill, they got too vanilla, basically. Mm-hmm. So, and now we have The Mandalorian, which is also Disney's creation. Um, the main actor there is uh, Pedro Pascal, who also played... Um, in the Game of Thrones, he uh, he played the role of Martel. Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, can't relate. Uh, anyway, so and they are joking now that Pedro Pascal is uh, carrying the whole of the universe on his back right now because the Mandalorian now is what gives the popularity. Because after the seventh and eighth and the ninth movies, um, you know, were not as popular as the previous ones had been. So they needed something else. And actually, um, George Lucas, in the, whatever, 80s, 90s, when he was making the fourth and the fifth movies, he said that he's waiting for the technology to become more advanced so he can actually, you know, put his idea into Mm. life. And this idea was a TV show about The Mandalorian or something, you know, some kind of a spinoff. But it was never, you know, enough. So only in 2019, they decided to put this idea into life and made this spinoff. And... There are, you know, different reasons why it has become such a ray of light and why it has become so popular. First of all, it's not connected to the story, the Star Wars story itself. So it's not connected to Luke Skywalker directly, for example. Mm -hmm. So even people who have never watched the Star Wars, they watched The Mandalorian and after that decided to get into the universe, you know, and watch the Uh movies. So you can watch it even if you have no idea about the universe itself. You know, that's one more... interesting point about universes. You can expand them in mm-hmm. any way mm-hmm. you want Absolutely. to. Like unlimited... Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are un- always un- unlimited uh, yeah, ideas, unlimited uh, field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work with any universe, though. Because I don't think that would work well with uh, Harry Potter. Because we know the basic story and anything. If we have a spin-off, for example, about um, Dumbledore, about somebody else... It's, I don't think it might, uh, you know, make... Well, Fantastic Beasts, again, yeah. it's like... Yeah, but how many, how, how many people were really like, ooh, <laughs> this is so closely connected with the Harry Potter story? Not... But it's the that. same universe. It is the same universe, but... So the, the, the idea um, that the Mandalorian got oh, made the universe more popular, it gained more admirers mm-hmm. into it. So, and... Um, and it's also the first TV show mm-hmm. based on, you know, based on this universe. The first of a kind. Mm-hmm. There have been some, you know, fan-made things. There have there have been some cartoons, mm-hmm. but never before that a TV show. And one more thing why it has suddenly become so popular. It has a killer feature. So, and a killer feature, for those who do not know, it's uh, from marketing terminology. It's like an attribute of a product that proves so useful that it becomes the main attraction of a product. And in The and? Mandalorian, it's Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. You must have seen the pictures yeah. of, you know, oh, Baby so Yoda, oh where God. is it? It's so cute. 
He doesn't do much. Yeah, because we are not used to seeing him Mm -hmm. as a baby. Exactly. So, and that was the first thing why people started watching. They're like, oh my God, that's so cute. That's adorable. Actually, I considered watching it because of the Yoda. Know. And it is he looks so cute. Oh my god. And this is the killer feature. That that's what made it popular. And then we got the merchandise, the toys. So and that leads to even more popularity. So yeah. And that's yeah. So I really advise people to watch it. It's so light, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's so interesting. There are um, you know allusions to what has happened in the universe. So you might have some Easter eggs as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Good cast. Just 10 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe are we you will convinced? We can, yeah, we consider. <laughs> we will consider it, yeah. We are considering it now, probably. <laughs> I'm going to look at you until you say, yes, yes, I'll watch it. <laughs> yes, yes, I'll watch it, okay. <laughs> All right. But yeah, this is, this is a great universe and I... Oh, all right. Now I'm not going to you know, <clears throat> speak more about that. Otherwise, it'll be a long lecture. All right. Um, so this is the world of stars and space. What if we get from here, tired of the stars, into a quiet green space somewhere in New Zealand <laughs> or something that... Or somewhere in the, like the Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm yeah. sorry, forgive <laughs> <Middle> me. Earth, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the Middle Earth. That's so you can called. guess what I'm going to talk about, what we are going to talk about. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings. The Lord obviously. of the Rings. Obviously. <laughs> so what can, what can you tell me about the Lord of the Rings? I love it so much. Oh my God. It's like one of my favorite universes, I think. Well, you know, I feel so much respect for the author mm-hmm. because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he created mm-hmm. something so huge so big not only the universe but also he invented several languages yeah it's like mm-hmm, wow it's huge mm-hmm. i i'm amazed i really am and he was a linguist i guess oh, and he a was, teacher he was. a professor mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he knew what he was doing so like yeah and actually yeah. uh it's interesting that he first created the language Mm-hmm. You know, just as for fun, interesting things people did for fun, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So then for the language, he created the world and the races. And only after that, he created the story itself. How fascinating that is, right? It is. So and uh, so have you read the books? Have you watched the movies? Like what is what is the situation like for you? I, <clears throat> I guess I have... I guess I read a book when I was a kind of child or teenager. Uh, I thought that it was quite a difficult type of reading for Mm -hmm, me uh, back mm -hmm. those days. And I watched films. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I did. And have you read and watched both The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit? Uh, Well, I think I watched all films, uh, but I read only The Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. All right. Natalia, and you? (laughs) So I watched the, uh, the movies, I read the books, uh, only not The Hobbit, not the second part, because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was a little bit kind of boring for me, I think. Mm-hmm. There were too many characters and, I know, I don't really like it. But The Lord of the Ring, it's like, oh my God, I just I just love it so much, seriously. I have a question to you mm-hmm. as someone who has both read the books and watched the movies. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the books are better or do you think... That the films are just... They're really close, actually. You know, it's like, it's an amazing example when a book mm-hmm. and a film is, they're actually close, you know. So you didn't and feel angry about, oh no, they <laughs> forgot to... Well, they did forget some things, but they were not like really as important, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the atmosphere and the characters, they're like amazing. Just like in the book. I guess that sometimes you just need to omit uh, several things in order to make your film, like, good. Because uh, you can't just stuff it with everything that was, all the details that were in the book. I mean, there are already, like, three really long Yeah, it's already 11 hours. So, yeah. How how much more do you need? Yeah. Yeah. I love it how um, I admire Tolkien. I have never um, read all of the books, but I have started to read the first one. But I have watched all the movies once. But I just admire him as a person. So he was a little bit of a, I don't know, literature hooligan, maybe. <laughs> so because yeah. when he was asked about the genre, people ask him, like, is it 
a fantasy? Is it so? What kind of a fantasy? And he said, No, 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 no. This is an essay on linguistic linguistic aesthetics. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? How yeah. cool is that? So, and mm-hmm. I think that it's um, pleasant to read, even though I've only read just a little bit. Not only from the story point of view, from from the uh, line, from anything like that, but but from the linguistic point of view, it's so satisfying and beautiful. Yeah, and okay. I I know that he. Um, so why in the first place did he decide to write it? So he. Uh, thought of a language, thought of the world, thought of the story, but he thought of the story because he was a little bit jealous, maybe, or disappointed that England did not have its own mythology. Scandinavian mm. countries did, Whoa. Wales did, Scotland did have its own mm. mythology, but not England. So, and he wanted to create something that would, you know, be closely connected That's with funny. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, as far as I know, he was a religious man. Yeah. He was a Catholic. He was a believer. Yeah, yeah very so religious. It's like he uh, put this Bible story yeah, uh, yeah. into another setting again, uh, and so he rewrote it, kinda. Ooh. Yeah. By the way, I think you've heard about. So he, yeah, sorry, yeah, he yeah, like sorry. popularized the Bible for people. Well, yeah, kind of, not like literally. The but, Bible. Yeah. So I think you've heard about the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is also connected to the Bible, obviously. Clive Steppel's Steppel's Lewis. Yeah, something like that. Just opened, you know, the doors to a separate dimension to me because I have never heard or thought about it as, you know, the another, well, not the version, but, you Mm -hmm. know, of that being connected with the Bible. I knew he was a, a religious man, but wow. Now I definitely need not only to read the books mm-hmm. but to read them carefully and thinking about a different perspective oh, mm-hmm. thank you yeah always welcome <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm i'm actually curious um so dear listeners did you know about this or am i the only one because out of three people i'm now the only one who didn't know about that please tell me i'm not alone in that it's wow. okay wow to discover new things yeah of course of course all right and um I like it how we jump, you know, yeah, from a lot. from we travel from magical world to the space and stars back to, you know, nature and magic. Are uh, there any other places we haven't been to? Why don't we move? Why don't we go and like take stars? this mental trip to modern life New York City? Mm-hmm. So... Uh. intrigued yeah so according to some not according but if we look at different movies new york city is the place where so many catastrophes and things happen and that kind of led to the whole of universe of superheroes of course when talking about sagas and universes i think we would be you know told off (laughs) you know if we didn't mention marvel and dc Mm -hmm. so what's your opinion on that it's fine, I guess. <laughs> Again, it's not my favorite. Um, but I love Spider-Man, actually. It's one of the, like, you know, movies that I've watched when I was a child. And mm-hmm. I have, like, really nice memories about it. But if I was others, If um, I was nerdy enough, I would ask, which Spider-Man are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not, so I'm not. The first one, of course, you know, like... I don't remember the act- actor, actually. But, yeah. <laughs> and what about you? Uh, very often blinking, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, what I do know is that uh, uh, Marvel is Spider-Man and DC is Superman. Uh, okay. Am I, am I good enough? Kind <laughs> <laughs> of. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've watched a couple of Batman films. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. That's about it. I, again, I would not say that I am a fan, not even close to being a fan, because I know people who are. And, um, but I have watched, um, I think around like 10 or something movies, because I've watched the ones about Thor and Loki, uh, oh, yeah. the one about Ragnarok. I did too. Again, because first of all, I love the actors, because who doesn't like Tom Hiddleston? Let's be fair. Uh, then I like the Scandinavian mythology. And at some point I got interested and I thought, is there anything, you know, at all 
in there connected with it. So I kind of watched it. And then there were Captain Marvel, who's gorgeous, um, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is pretty good. I liked it, actually. Yeah, I like it as, you know, a separate story that I don't need to connect to any other story. So if you ask me what happened between this and this movie and how it is connected to that and that, I would say, uh, (laughs) meow. (laughs) That's probably all I can say. Yeah. So I love watching it. I love watching it in cinema. Because this is, I think, one of the few times that I go to the cinema, you know, to have some action, sound and popcorn. But that's it. And do you guys love uh, reading comic books? Uh, not really. <laughs> that I would say that depends. So I would like to discover this world. So far, I'm only reading Sandman, which is different, which is dark story. It's not as bright and, you know, thin. But I would really like to read more about you know, to discover this world. But I just, I'm just afraid to even step into that because it's too big. Mm-hmm. There are so many, uni- well, not the universes, but stories, yeah. sub-stories, characters, yeah. characters, time. So when I... So see- you're going to become a nerd or don't start it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. think if you Feel don't want to that. actually like, you know, be committed, you better not even go into that. So what about you? I've never read comic book books, but I consider them maybe a good source of uh, stud- uh, studying a language. So I could recommend uh, comic mm-hmm. books for those who are studying English, who are learning English, Absolutely. because it's like nice pictures, not uh, much text, mm-hmm. interesting, yeah, easy language, s- simple stories. Oh, well, sorry for this word "simple." I don't know. Maybe it's again not what I'm supposed <laughs> to say, but <laughs> I consider I- them simple. I love yeah. teaching the topic of uh, sounds with comics because, you know, they oh, have yeah. all this boom, dish. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And you see, you know, this combination of letters, like, how am I supposed to read that? I'm like, ooh, let's talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, of course, there are, you know, good and useful sides and there are some bad sides of comic books. Like that being you have to actually commit to that. But, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, if anyone doesn't want to have you know a huge amount of stories, I would always advise reading Sandman, which is eleven books. Well, it's like comic books and not you know those thin five page comics. Mm-hmm. So dark but fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, and uh, what? Of course, we have talked about you know the most famous and loved and known. But what about? Uh, universes and sagas and worlds that are not even, you know, they, they, they are as great or even greater that we personally enjoy and know. I can see that Marsha wants to say something. Please do it. <laughs> well, now, uh, as I have already mentioned, I'm more into, well, uh, I'm into science fiction books, but when it comes to more serious science fiction, I mean, like, not uh, space operas, not westerns uh, based in space, but like uh, hard science fiction or so-called soft science fiction. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and if we speak about soft science fiction, it's like more um, uh, into social studies mm-hmm. and like which develop, uh, describes the life of society in the future, oh. like the future of the human race, you know. And mm-hmm. in this... Um, so- Relation, I can um, speak about like Dune by Frank Herbert, uh, which uh, is considered uh, like one of the greatest works uh, in this science fiction field. Can you, because I have never heard about, I'm, I have to be honest, I have never heard about this, forgive me, I have never read this. Can you briefly tell the story of it? I mean, what is it, what is it about? It's about... Uh, uh, basically, it's about uh, like a family. <laughs> so, and uh, like how they live on a planet, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is not a great place to live and how they get by. So it's like it, it's in a nutshell. Is it a series of books? Uh, it's just one. Book, it I is think. a book. Yeah. Oh, it's it is huge. a book. Yeah, it's huge. I guess it has uh, several volumes. Mm-hmm. As far as I remember, yeah. I mean, no matter how huge it is, it is a book, and you know that that is more promising than oh yeah, it's a series of thirty-three books. So I'm not so. sure if it is a, 
one uh, novel uh, uh, of several volumes or uh, several novels, like separate. So mm-hmm, I, uh, mm-hmm. here I'm not sure, but I know that there are uh, two films and uh, like a TV series and several games and so on. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. this is so this uh, soft science fiction, as you say, this is something that I am quite interested in. So I'm always, you know, um, looking for new things to read or watch. So. When you when you described that, I didn't know that was called soft science fiction. To me, that was yeah. all just science fiction. What came to my mind is um, some of the short stories by Ray Bradbury, for example, oh, yeah. about the Mars yeah. colonization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, the Chronicles really of Mars, good. for example. The Chronicles yeah. of Mars, yeah, so, the Martian so Chronicles. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so soft science fiction basically deals with uh, uh, like uh, More complex, yeah. complex uh, themes like human evolution, mm-hmm. religion, mm-hmm. science, and uh, maybe economics, politics, and like, uh, yeah, moral values, ecology, okay. moral values, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. not just, you know, blusters and mm-hmm. shooting. Another, another <laughs> it's much more yeah. fascinating, I think. Another thing that comes to mind is Ender's Game by Scott, uh, something Scott, I'm sorry. So Ender's Game, I, I just I remember the name. I heard about this, but I haven't heard. read it. So again, it's a series of books. Um, there is a movie also, I think. Yeah. Is there? I think, yeah. Hmm. I should look Probably. into that. Because the mm-hmm. thing is that The Ender's Game is a series of books uh, which tells the story. The first book is about children who are taken into space and taught to be uh, some kind of warriors and defenders of the earth, but in space. And the thing is that since it's children, it raises the topics of upbringing, moral values, because children mm-hmm. are killing. Yeah. To them, at some point, it is presented as a game. Yeah, there is so, a movie, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So and just watch it. Yeah, it's and yeah, and you know, in in addition to just showing this, well, sh- showing in quotation marks and describing the space, it also covers you know all these social aspects that you've mentioned. Yeah. But that is soft science fiction, and mm-hmm. what is hard, hard, hard science mm-hmm. fiction? Uh, well, actually, I can't just i can't uh help but mentioning that uh i'm against labeling so and it's very you know vague but mostly uh, uh hard science fiction is about well it's closer to real science uh so mm-hmm. yeah it's like mm-hmm. uh, more more uh truly scientific Mm-hmm. Uh, than social. That that's the difference. So, so uh, science, uh, hard science fiction is about how science uh, might be developing in the future, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, soft science fiction it's how the human race and uh, mm-hmm. the society yeah. might develop in the future. That's interesting. So what distinction? You know? Yeah, well, yeah. It, it's a distinction, but of course, uh, lots of authors just combine and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which which authors or books would you advise? On hard science fiction, maybe mm-hmm. Isaac Asimov's, yeah. uh, like it's the really Foundation good. series, uh, like uh, the Foundation and Earth, and so on. And um, maybe you could start with uh, his short stories or uh, like short novels, like mm, about robots, because is, uh, that, is I Robot? Yeah, uh, I Robot, mm-hmm. because yeah, he was the one who introduced these rules of ro- mm-hmm. the robotic mm-hmm. science, and uh, actually scientists uh, mm, they use it, mm-hmm. <laughs> they use these rules. These mm-hmm. laws of the robotic science. Because he was also a scientist, actually. So he, he was, yes. He was, like. a, a, as far as I remember, uh, a professor of biology or mm-hmm. something. Something like that. So, Natalie, yeah. you know what, what, what Murray's yeah, talking about. Yeah. Like, I also read a lot of science fiction, like, a lot, especially in my teens. I read, like, I don't know, <laughs> hundreds of books. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was just surrounded by... Uh, science fiction books in mm-hmm. my Same. home and in my granddad's I home. I think that is amazing. Amazing. And Natalie, is there any universe or saga that you personally like mm. that hasn't been mentioned yet? Hmm. Yeah, now that you ask about it, uh, nothing comes to my mind. As it always happens. What uh, about the Chronicles of Narnia you have yeah, mentioned before? Yeah, yeah, but it's not science fiction. It's like fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. yeah. Fantasy, yeah. But it's, what about in general good. sagas and universe? Maybe fantasy. Is there anything in the world of fantasy that you? 
Yeah, I should think about it. <laughs> All right, because I have I have two uh, world. Oh yeah, oh, yeah please. Uh, oh yeah, I <laughs> thought I thought you remembered something. I'm like, oh please. <laughs> no, that, but she what knows you what you are going to talk exactly. about. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like that too. We can see it by your face. Yeah. So um, yeah, I guess one of the reasons there are several reasons I think to why you're like ah oh, yes. Because for some time we first of all studied together and then, yeah, yeah, I also post some things on Instagram, you know, about being nerdy in this way. But yeah, there are two worlds that I love with all my heart, with the whole of the whole of me, basically. The first world is the world of Doctor Who. Oh, I love it. And to those who have been, uh, you know, listening to the podcast for quite a while, they might know about that because we talked about it with Sam in the podcast about uh, British TV shows. I have mentioned it numerous amount of times in different uh, episodes. But yeah, I love I love Doctor Who universe. And it's one of the most fascinating ones for me because the first episode of Doctor Who came out in 1963. Mm-hmm. So it's been on for more. It's It's been on for nearly 60 years and it's still just as popular as it was. Several generations of British people grew up watching this. So... Mm-hmm. And the thing is that it's so conveniently made so you can actually keep making for as long as you want. Yeah, because they always Is like- it in the Guinness Book of Records? For being I mean, like the long lasting show or I don't I know. Don't, I don't think so. Because, because it have- sounds amazing, like 60 mm-hmm. years. But we have so many uh, shows that have like way more episodes, but they're more soap operas or dramas or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it might be, but I'm not sure about that. So, and I love it how... Um, First of all, I love the effects. I love the stories. I love the act. I love basically everything about it. And um, I love that uh, the main character, the doctor, he is never, never pro-violence. He's always anti-violence. So, and he always tries, well, they always try, I should say, because there has been a female doctor as well. They always try to find another alternative way that would not involve violence. And that's what I like. So, and it teaches, you know, certain lessons as well. And yeah, yeah. so... What I also like about it, you know, he's basically almost a regular human, you know? Yeah. He doesn't have any extra powers or something like that. He's just a human. He just has two hearts, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, the main character is a Time Lord who looks exactly like <laughs> a human, only that, you know, two hearts and can't really die because regeneration yeah, happens. Yeah. And he's immortal. Yeah. yeah. That's it, so... But he's always like solving the problems using his, I don't know, charisma or mm-hmm, his mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. just his ability to wit, speak, you know, yes. his wit. Yeah. And um, the universe, uh, this universe is not only the TV show, but there has been uh, there have been two movies, numerous books, uh, comic books, podcasts, uh, several spin offs, at least three that we know of. And um, yeah, and I love this universe so much so that one... Is it like science fiction? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is... Con- or crime stories. Kind of. it's, it's, a sci- it's a science fiction. It's kind of a combination. I science say, fiction, probably. a little bit of science fiction, yes. I would say <laughs> fantasy, but it's not really fantasy, but yeah. More does of he, does he solve crimes? Kind of. Sometimes, is yes. Is he like Sherlock Holmes, but immortal? Kind of. Okay. Combination Makes of sense. that, dealing with aliens most yeah. of the time, and saving aliens. Earth yeah. as well from some techno catastrophes, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, I love this universe so much so that one, in 2013, I actually went to London to Doctor Who 50th anniversary convention. Oh. And that was one of the happiest moments of my life. Um I loved it. I loved it. I loved being among thousands of people who, you know, are fans. I love seeing everything, the actors, the talks, the panels. And um, again, I love the show and it's been such a huge part of my life for more than 10 years now that I got a TARDIS, which is a thing from <laughs> Doctor Who, tattooed on my shoulder blade. Oh my God. So, <laughs> and the second world um, that I absolutely adore is the world, the disc world, uh, which is the world in the shape of a disc that is placed on a giant placed on the backs of four elephants who stand on the back of a giant turtle and this is the world created uh in the books by terry pratchett Mm -hmm. sir terry pratchett um may he rest in peace who is an author who i admire again with all my heart 
because, um, well, I consider him a genius because not only are the books interesting and gripping and captivating, um, it's also so much deeper than that. And you will see different layers of meanings, um, you know, with age maybe, because there are so many allusions to the real world and events, references to historical events. For example, now... Um, I'm reading a book which is called uh, Feet of Clay and it's about golems and you think, okay, just some creatures. But this is such a clear allusion to communism, you know, and the desires of communism in it, in uh, opposition to, you know, corporate and um, corporate world, for example. So and as well, um, well, he also shows the... Uh, deep knowledge of uh, the language of Latin. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much linguistic humor because it's humorous fantasy, uh, not a science fiction, but pure fantasy, humorous fantasy. And there's so much into that. Even the names are created in such a way that it's a separate layer of humor. And I have written my thesis about it at university. Cool. <laughs> yes, I have devoted, you know, at least a year of studying. And again, I have decided to commemorate the work done by Sir Terry Pratchett by tattooing the disc well done my forearm. (laughs) So it's always with me, always in my heart and on my skin now too. Yeah, I like his works too. Like I read so many. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, actually I recently read um, a book. I don't remember the name, but it's about like... uh, So it's not set like that there, but it's about China. And there are also a lot of linguistic Interesting times, the book is, yeah. Yes, yes, Actually, I read it in 2020 and made a lot of jokes about it because in there it says, there is an ancient uh, proverb uh, or an ancient curse, which is, may you live in the interesting (laughs) times. And I'm like, well, if that ain't what we are having now. That's the proverb I heard, but in a TV series, maybe you watched it, The White Collar. Yes! (laughs) And Neil, one of Neil the characters Humphrey. used this proverb. Yes. I didn't know oh, where it was Neil taken Caffrey. from. Yeah, but it was not Neil Caffrey. It was his uh, friend who used this proverb. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. So there are so many allusions and references. And, yeah. you know, and I think when I was reading it first at the age of like 15, 16, I only followed the story. Then when I reread some of the stories when I was 20, I saw different things. Now at uh, 27, uh, I see totally different things about that and that, you know, raises different thoughts in my head. So that's what I love. It's timeless. Absolutely timeless. All right. Natalie, have you remembered any universe that you... Not no, <laughs> no. I'm going to check on you, you know, after the podcast from time to time. Like, what about now? What about now? What yeah. about now? Okay. All right. And um, I have mentioned going to Doctor Who 50th anniversary convention. And I kind of yeah. uh, want to ask you, so what do you think about, you know, all these conventions, cosplay, all these things? Have you ever been to or would you like to? Well, I've never been to, but I can totally understand why people do it. Because, uh, well... We all need this sense of belonging and sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why people go into sports, maybe because they want to share their like interests, and this sense of belonging is very important. Like to find <laughs> the place where we feel mm-hmm. home. And well, I would maybe go to some convention, uh, or like I would do cosplay, but I know that costumes like cost a lot. That's maybe true. like, like mm-hmm. they cost a fortune. Mm-hmm. So and yeah the tickets and again so all festivals are like music festivals and uh, these conventions they are really yeah. very interesting and exciting mm-hmm. but you need to save up mm-hmm. it's amazing because you know uh, you can actually touch you know these universes like all of them at once like also from the inside yeah, you know like exactly. so close mm-hmm. and a lot of people who think the same you know and mm-hmm. they share your interests and it's whoa I agree, I agree with Maria. And it's it like is. you uh, you meet someone, I guess. Well, I've mm-hmm. never been to these uh, yeah, places, uh, events. But uh, it's like uh, you know that uh, you will find something in common with this mm-hmm. person because mm-hmm. because he is here or she's yeah. here and you know why. And so you at least have something to talk about. And oh, like, always, it's easier always. to make friends, I guess. Yeah. Even if if just, if just they're just people you're going to spend like a day or two with. But it's so fun, so fun. 
And I'm still so grateful and so happy that I had an opportunity to go because at that time the ticket was, let's say, 49 pounds. Uh, last year there was a Comic-Con in New York City and I really wanted to go to... Um, oh, wait, well, yeah, it was... Sorry, it was supposed to happen last mm-hmm. year in September 2020 yeah, sure. and I was oh, supposed to go there. The tickets uh, were about $250. Whoa. But it had... Uh, it covered several universes and it had some guest stars. Well... The Doctor Who convention also had guest stars, obviously. But yeah, and the the bigger it is, the more expensive that is. Because one of the biggest Comic Cons in San Diego um, is about $500 per, per ticket, which is quite expensive given that you also have to fly to San Diego. But the atmosphere is unbelievable. This Imagine. Ah, it's just, it gives you so much energy. So... Oh my goodness, I love this so much, so much, so much. The nerdy side of me is incredibly happy. And uh, yeah, I remember actually if you uh, want to know about some other TV shows or books to read and to watch in English, uh, you can always check out our old videos on YouTube actually where your nerdy teacher Katrina um, shared some things. Yeah, but now that was the Big Apple School podcast and we had quite a nerdy talk about the universes and sagas. So we talked about Harry Potter, Star Wars, The Lord of the Rings, what makes them them. popular, why we love them and we really do. Had so much pleasure. Oh, that's so, that's so pleasant to hear. Oh, time. You know, when when you have a conversation like that, time really flies. So just like it did now. Well, we have also shared our thoughts on Marvel and DC that we, you know, don't know much about that. And we shared our own loves and universes that, you know, have a certain place in our hearts. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you struggle to understand our conversation, you're always welcome to our website, which is bigappleschool.com slash podcast. You can find full scripts of each episode there. So you can listen, click on the script button and read it. So, and it's actually so fun because the words just pop up when you listen. So it's very easy to follow. And if you want to get more content, which will help you learn English, You can follow us on social media, VK, Instagram, YouTube, Telegram. Just search our name, which is, again, Big Apple School. And leave in the comments which universes do you like and why. Again, we always like talking to the listeners. It's one of the joys. So that was Katya. And my guests for today were... Natalie. And... And Maria. Stay tuned and we'll see you around.